going on, everybody? It is time for another episode of the Binge Boys Podcast. I am your host, Logan Lewis. You know me, at least by now. This is 284. You, sh- you should know me by now. And uh, joined in front of me is The Wall, because I am recording this alone. Uh, this is the first episode that I have gone solo on probably since before Pearson and Zach. I don't go solo very often. Um, this is probably the first solo episode in two years or so. Tanner had an emergency at work, and so did Matt, so they both couldn't be here today. But that didn't stop me, your boy, for putting up an episode of The Binge Boys. You know I would never miss. You never, uh, you, you, you can always, you can count on me. I'm, I'm your guy. So, uh, it's, it's good to be back solo. It's, 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 it's kind of weird. I mean, I, I haven't done this in such a long time that, that I almost, I don't want to say I rely on the other guys, but it, I mean, it introduces another dynamic that you're just not going to get this week. However, it's not going to stop me from giving my thoughts and opinions on the hottest in TV and movies, which is what's going on on the binge boys. That's what this podcast is all about. Um, so if you are joining us for the first time, welcome. If you're a longtime listener, welcome back. So, like I just said, the premise is that each week, my co-hosts and I get together every Tuesday, and we talk about what's hot in today's TV and movies. First thing I need you to do is pause this podcast. Well, not yet, until I tell you what you're going to do. You're going to go leave a rating and review on Spotify and Apple Podcasts, iTunes.com slash Podcast. That's all you need. Just leave a rating and review. Let me know how you think of the show. Number two, go to social media, TikTok, Twitter, and Instagram. Been a little lazy on the TikTok lately. Not going to lie. I know. I know. I know. I know. It's uh, it's just due in fart that I am in fart in part that I am. uh, I'm doing a lot. I'm getting married in two months. I am doing another podcast called Guys on Tap with my buddies, Matt, not this Matt, uh, and Jordan. Uh, I'm doing freelance work. I build websites. I do podcast coaching. I, I'm doing a lot right now. And um, I'm honestly, I don't think I've ever been in a happier place, um, which is which is weird because I'm so busy. And you know what? I'm, I'm just I'm just happy right now. Things are things are good. The future is very bright for myself and my lovely fiance. So um, so I'm busy boy. So the TikTok's been lacking. I get it. Uh, not for long, coming soon. Let me just get through this next month or two, and um, and we'll be back, because then there's going to be a huge chunk out of our lives that we're not going to be stressing about or thinking about. We're just going to be a married couple just living our lives, and I uh, can't wait for it. But before then, let's talk about what's hot this week in TV and movies. So, um, a few pieces here. We're going to talk about Moon Knight Episode 2. We're going to talk about the new documentary about Tony Hawk, and we're going to talk about Sonic the Hedgehog 2. I saw that over the weekend. But first of all, the headline of the week is all about Ezra Miller. Now, I've kind of ignored this uh, headline for a couple weeks because I wanted the uh, I, I've wanted the story to develop. So... We are, so so we're just going to go with it, okay? So in this article from Vox, uh, Ezra, Miller, Ezra Miller's recent volatility, volatility, validity, I don't know, 
bad behavior explained. So Ezra Miller, those of you who don't know, uh, plays the Flash in the DC Cinematic Universe. He appears in Justice League. He appears in Peacemaker. He appears in a few DC projects. Uh, but so far, man, um, uh, he hasn't had his Flash movie. It's been delayed. I don't know how many times, probably 17 times at this point. I'm not sure we're ever going to see this movie because of what's going on with Ezra Miller. So a couple weeks back, Ezra Miller was in Hawaii at a bar and he had the cops uh, called on him uh, because he was being reckless in a bar. And that's very loose. Apparently, he was going up on stage. Apparently, this bar had karaoke. He was going up on stage. He was pushing people around. He was trying to grab the mic, telling people that they don't know who he is or they should know who he is. Like, kind of those those people that say, do you know who I am? Kind of, kind of thing. He was doing all that, being kind of aggressive, being kind of rough with people. And uh, they got the cops called. Hawaii police chief, who uh, delivered the announcement of his arrest on the 28th of March, noted that he's been the subject of 10 police complaints in the past month. Uh, the details uh, are that Miller has been hanging out in the small town Hilo, Hilo, Hawaii, living at a hostel alongside a married couple they befriended at a farmer's market, and then they stayed with. On Sunday, March 27th, Miller became rowdy at a local bar, refusing to calm down despite several requests. They then grabbed the microphone away from a woman doing a karaoke duet of Shallow before... Uh, pushing around a man playing darts, at which the police got involved. Uh, the couple that Miller was living with paid $500 to bail him out. Miller's aggression did not end with his arrest, however. There's a restraining order against Miller. Uh, apparently that the couple that he was staying with issued on him because they didn't want any of that uh, Hollywood drama. Apparently, he got back to their place and burst into their bedroom and threatened them, saying, I will bury you and your slut wife. Apparently, he also stole the man's wallet containing all of his information, and it's unclear whether it was ever recovered. So, so far, this isn't looking good. Now, a few years ago, Ezra Miller went through a similar thing where he was arrested for some drunken, disorderly conduct, and the question has been this entire time, what will Warner Brothers do about this, if anything? I mean, last time this happened, uh, last time there was some controversy, they kind of swept it under the rug and released a trailer for, I think it was Batman versus Superman or some other movie, um, maybe Justice League, maybe Wonder Woman, Suicide Squad, I don't know, but they, they, they did not address it at all. Did not address it. And, of course, uh, Ezra Miller is also one of the stars of the Fantastic Beasts franchise, which... You know, we're going to see this weekend. Uh, but Warner Brothers is kind of panicking. They have this young kid that is about to be the star of a franchise that they've already filmed his new movie. You know, the movie's filmed. They're, it just got delayed because of whatever reason. CGI, I assume the CGI is not finished, and that's why they delayed it. But Ezra Miller has become problematic, so it's a debate whether they're going to fire him from The Flash, whether they're going to cancel this movie that they've spent millions and millions and hundreds of millions of dollars making or they're not going to do anything about it now we have some details about warner what warner brothers wants to do about it so rolling stone reported on april 6th that warner brothers is putting all of miller's upcoming projects on a hiatus 
following an emergency meeting to discuss his behavior. Uh, that potentially includes the two remaining installments of the Fantastic Beasts movies, as well as all of Miller's contracted Flash appearances. So, uh, this this is just really unfortunate. Uh, not for me, because I hate Ezra Miller. I think he's a horrible Flash. I don't think he takes the role seriously. Um, I, I don't think he does a good job portraying Barry Allen. Um, it, it's tough, man. I, I, I don't know. We're... We're basically just at the at the uh, mercy of Warner Brothers, or he is, I, sh- I should say. Um, so I'm trying to see here. Ah, uh, yes. Uh, at a, he was at a bar in Iceland around the same time a couple years ago. In April 2020, a group of fans approached Miller, who grew increasingly agitated. When speaking to one woman, Miller abruptly asked her, do you want to fight, before grabbing her by the neck, choking her, and pushing her against the floor. This moment was caught on video in which Miller apparently had to be pulled off the woman by bystanders. While some fans thought it was a joke, Variety had reported that Miller had been frustrated and angry and had been escorted off the premises. So, Miller stamped off the radar since that incident, uh, but... Apparently, during the last previous year, while filming The Flash, Ezra Miller had multiple quote-unquote meltdowns, non-violent, but uh, disturbing nonetheless. Then in 2022, they reemerged with a vengeance, and that is what this, um, you know, this, uh, this whole Hawaii incident is. In January, they made a strange, since-deleted Instagram post threatening violence against a small-town chapter of the Ku Klux Klan. One that hasn't been active in dozens of years. While, yes, it, it, it's okay for him to speak about how he hates the KKK. I think a lot of people share that uh, situation. It, it, it's clear that something's not right in uh, Mr. Miller's head. Um, in one incident, apparently, he was at a restaurant and it, he was told to move away from the restaurant because he was becoming increasingly belligerent. And when finally one of the hosts... Uh, asked him to leave. Ezra got up and pushed the host down, and the cops were summoned for that as well. So the common denominator in many of these reports involves alcohol. And uh, apparently somebody from high school describes Ezra as burning, breaking, yelling, and hitting things. So this guy's got some issues. And we're at the point now where it's unclear what the future status of these Warner Brothers projects might be. Is the Fantastic Beasts franchise doomed? Uh, I think Ezra Miller plays a pretty pivotal role in those movies. Um, There's two movies that are remaining in that franchise, but they haven't been greenlit uh, by the studio, and they don't even have a script for the next installment yet. Now, many fans are re are calling for him to be replaced by Grant Gustin, who plays the Flash on the accompanying, uh, whatever, CW show. But the Flash isn't going to be in the theaters until June 2023. Plenty of time for rehabilitate a tarnished image in Hollywood, especially if Miller can restore, uh, you know, his more charming self. So I just kind of wanted to bring that to your attention. I know it's... You could say it's old news, but um, it's really, uh, it's crazy. I I hope he, I personally hope he gets fired. I hate him as the Flash. He's 
the worst. So, um, but I just, I wish him the best. I hope he gets help. I mean, clearly the guy's got some issues. Uh, so hopefully they can sort that out because this flash movie is supposed to be fucking bomb, man. I really want to see this movie and I think everyone else does. So the fact that he's behaving like this and the movie keeps getting delayed, it makes me, makes me really uh, upset. And I have a feeling that uh, we might not never see this movie, but that could be, that could be extreme. So we'll just have to see about that. So that's the headline of the week. So moving on to the first main topic, we're going to talk about Moon Knight episode two. Um, so I'm going to just, gonna, I guess you're going to just give our general thoughts here just because I don't have anyone to bounce off of me with this. Uh, so Moon Knight episode two continues on the story that left off in episode one, obviously. So let me tell you a little bit about episode two of Moon Knight. But once again, IMDB has failed me in uh, having a good... Uh, you know, having a good uh, layout uh, and easy to access information. So, while I pull that up, uh, here we go. Here, this is this is just this is great podcasting right here. This is just top notch shit. Um, okay, Moon Knight episode two. This is pres- this is where we get the introduction to uh, to Mister Knight. Moon Knight hasn't been necessarily super duper heavy on comic booky right now. They keep on focusing on the mental health aspect, which I, I like a lot. I don't think Moon Knight needs to be a super duper comic booky character. Uh, however, I'm I'm a fan of the direction they're going to. So, uh, Mister Knight, um, God, this is just great. I love this absolutely. Episode two of Moon Knight is called Summon the Suit, I think. That's what Rotten Tomatoes says it's called. It currently sits at a 94%, uh, which is a very good review. Um, And, of course, this episode stars the same cast that we've seen before, Oscar Isaac, uh, Mae Calame, and Ethan Hawke. Now, let me tell you this. Um, Ethan Hawke, I absolutely love in this series. He is so mysterious yet so threatening where which is weird because it's not like he has a physical th- appearance that is he's not like he's not intimidating physically he's just an old guy with long hair and a cane and you know he just does weird wizard shit kind of i guess i love the supernatural take that it's taking with him obviously this contains spoilers but we see him use his cane and summon a demon demons from another dimension it looks like so i'm really loving this supernatural behavior that ethan hawks arthur is giving us i'm really excited to see where his character goes the rest of the show um i really enjoy the twist that arthur was once moon knight himself i I hope i interpreted that correctly when mark slash steven was confused about how Arthur knew so much about him. Well, he said, you know, I was a previous uh, guardian or, or something like that. Like, I was a previous something for the gods. Um, and so I think that concept is just really, really cool. Uh, I, I love the chemistry between Stephen and Mark. I'm just Ethan Hawk, or I'm sorry, Oscar Isaac's acting here is superb. Just the conversations he's having with himself, with Stephen and Mark in the reflections are super duper cool. Um, and of course, the Mister Knight 
a transition where he falls off the building and then lands as Mr. Knight. Super sick. I mean, absolutely badass. Uh, so I, I wish I had, I just wish I had a, a buddy here with me. You know, for a while there, I was thinking about uh, how I missed being solo sometimes, but in situations like this, you know, it, it <laughs> it's clear that you got to have a co-host to talk to you about this kind of stuff. So either way, check out Moon Knight on Disney Plus. The second episode was really solid. I really can't wait to see where it's going next, especially at the end where he kind of transports himself to Egypt. So I really don't know how that works. So yeah, that's 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 Moon Knight. This is gonna be a short episode because it, it's just me, um, which which is solid because you know what, everyone likes a short episode every once in a while, and that's what these episodes were like before I had co-hosts. I was just rambling to myself. And uh, here we are, almost four years later. Next month, it'll be four years. Uh, I can't believe that. That's absolutely astronomical. Um, So, next up, let's talk about Tony Hawk. Now, I won't go super in-depth on this. There's a lot covered in the documentary, so I'm just going to give a general overview. Uh, The documentary is fantastic. I give it an A. Um, The documentary... uh, Well, well, first, I'll, I'll start by saying... Uh, I didn't know anything about Tony Hawk. I mean, I know who he is. I know why he's iconic. But I don't... Uh, I I was never a skating guy. I was never a skateboard kid, a skate ring kid. Uh, I never thought that stuff was, frankly, cool. I thought it was lame. <laughs> uh, I never liked Tony Hawk. I never played the Tony Hawk video game, so I'm very much so in the minority in that uh, category. However, this documentary really opened my eyes to Tony Hawk, and this documentary is very serious. It's a two-hour documentary, and it's very serious. There's a lot of really, really heartbreaking things about Tony's life that I really, really felt bad for him about. I mean, his oldest sibling was, I think, graduating high school when he was born. His mom had him at 43 Uh, And he has a good relationship with his family. However, his dad passed away tragically when he was in his, shoot, I don't know, maybe late 20s, when he was a young guy. And his dad was a huge aspect of his life, really pushed him, really encouraged him to become the skateboarder that he is, the phenomenon that he is today. Um, And just seeing how his whole life got flipped upside down when his dad died. If you want to hear a pretty cool comparison to that, I almost could relate it back to the Genius documentary when it showcased how Kanye West kind of flipped as soon as his mom passed away. It just kind of, you could just tell that Tony Hawk's dad was just this piece of his life that was just absolutely astronomically important. And astronomically is also one of my new favorite words, so I use it anywhere I can. Um, Tony Hawk... Uh, you know, he, just his dad was just such a big piece of his life. Now, Tony, it, it's also made very clear by the people in the documentary, not Tony Hawk, that he's got an addiction to skateboarding. No shit, right? But he's got an unhealthy addiction to skateboarding, whereas, you know, he, he uses it as his therapy. When he went to rehab for for, you know, whatever mental problems or whatever stuff he was going through, he said that he hit the skate rink every day for an hour a day. And skating is his therapy, but at the same time, skating is... He's, you know, he's 53 right now. Like, he's he's an older guy, which, which is funny because Tony Hawk 
and Ryan Seacrest share the same gene to me. I feel like they both don't age. It's been 30 years, and they all look the same. Uh, Tony Hawk is 53, and he still goes skateboarding four or five times a week, and he is falling and hurting himself, and his family wants him to quit, uh, but he won't as of right now. I mean, he's this is his life. I mean, it's basically like trying to get Tiger Woods to quit golf. I mean, related back to the Masters that were this weekend, Tiger has been through shit up and down, and he still gets out there on the course. He doesn't do great. He didn't do well this weekend at the Masters, but he still plays, and I'm getting the feeling that Tony Hawk's going to be an 80-year-old guy in like a rocket-powered wheelchair skate thing uh, because he's just that he's he's just into it, man. The, the documentary basically takes you from when Tony was a baby all the way up until his rise to power and rise to fame and I, I really enjoyed myself it's a two-hour documentary but it flew by for me um it's it's just wildly entertaining and wildly informative I never knew anything about him like I said so getting to watch this documentary and getting it to teach me uh everything I needed to know about Tony Hawk and his career and his legacy uh really meant a lot to me I'm really glad that I got this documentary it's something I didn't know I needed until I got it so super big shouts to Matt for uh for pushing us to watch that this week. It's a very good documentary. It's on HBO Max. I would highly recommend you go watch it. So check out Tony Hawk Until the Wheels Fall Off. Now, guys, lastly, we've got Sonic the Hedgehog 2. Now, for those of you who don't know anything about Sonic the Hedgehog 2, I'm going to tell you about it. That's, that's, that's why I'm here. So Sonic the Hedgehog 2 is about... Uh, when the maniacal Dr. Robotnik returns to Earth with a new ally, Knuckles, Sonic and his new friend Tails is all that stands in their way, which is honestly a bad synopsis, but at the same time, it's it's a pretty decent synopsis. So, this movie is solid to good. I saw it alone. Tanner and Matt did not see this one. I did not see it with friends. I saw this movie alone. And I had a good time. There was a few scenes, and this and, and Sonic is beginning to give me Transformers vibes where there are human characters involved, and they're not needed. We do not need human characters, except for Do- Dr. Robotnik. He's a, Jim Carrey's just an absolute gem, and it's crazy to hear that he, this is his final role for now. I mean, he, he's hell-bent on retiring, and I'm kind of sad about it. But anyway, this movie stars uh, Jim Carrey, James Marsden, Idris Elba, Ben Schwartz, and more. Uh, it clocks in right around two hours and five minutes, I believe, and it's rated PG. This is a kid's movie. There's a lot of kid's m- movie jokes, a lot of kid's movies references. Um, however, there's a lot of jokes in here for adults, too. I, I, I had a good time with this movie, man. I, I, I think the Knuckles introduction played by Idris Elba was absolutely genius. Idris Elba plays a hell of a villain. Uh, The addition of Tails is absolutely amazing. It's good to see that the voice from the video games uh, came back to to, um, gosh, just had a brain fart. Came back to voice Tails in the movie, which is just a really cool uh, parallel there. We also got, um, of course, Jim Carrey back as Dr. Robotnik. And as I said, he's an absolute genius. Absolutely love Jim Carrey. He's probably got to be in my top 10 favorite actors of all time. I absolutely love him and anything he's in. 
many sequels end up being a lot worse than the original, whereas I think this movie improved upon the the, uh, the first film. Uh, I think that the addition of the human characters is kind of running its course. I mean, every time the human characters appeared on screen, it took a break from Sonic. It just felt like... It just felt like it drugged the movie out a little longer than it needed to. James Marsden is a fine actor, but he's really not needed in these films, and neither is his uh, counterpart, what is her name, uh, Natasha Rothwell. I mean, they're both fine in their roles, but I mean, the, their characters just aren't needed for this story to progress. Uh, th- this just needs to be a Sonic living in human, you know, in, in human world. And we don't need main characters that are humans. We, we just don't. It's the same problem with Transformers. It's the same problem with the Ninja Turtle movies. It's the same problem with a lot of iconic franchises, Power Rangers. All of these franchises, we don't need human characters. We don't want to see human characters. We want to see Sonic fighting Knuckles uh, with Tails. And we want to we see good shit. We want to see Optimus Prime fighting Megatron. We don't need to see human characters. That's where this movie struggles the most. Um, other than that, there were a few, of course, pacing issues because of those human character scenes, bro. If you would have stripped the movie of its human scenes, it would have probably shaved 30 minutes off the movie and it would have been a tight hour and a half fun buddy comedy with Tails and Sonic taking down Dr. Robotnik and Knuckles. I am super excited to see where this franchise goes after this. I really did enjoy it. I gave the movie a B. Uh, it, it's, I don't know if it's going to be my, one of my favorite movies of the year, but it's definitely going to be an honorable mention. I did enjoy myself quite a bit. Whereas I liked the first movie. I thought it was solid. I am a defender of the first movie. I know a lot of people hated it. However, I had a good time watching it except for the fact, and I know I can't bitch about it. You're probably going to say to yourself, and if you know me, you're going to text me that the kids in the theater were a pain in the ass. Now there was a baby. Someone brought an infant to this movie. Um, and the baby kept, you know, like every 25 minutes or so. And it was quick. The parents shut him up. But, you know, that constant, like, it just just shut up. Take the baby out of here. Tom Segura, one of my favorite comedians, has a great line. He says, you know, society is divided pretty much everywhere now. But we as humans need to unite around the front that if you bring a baby into a movie theater, that you're a piece of shit. And you know what? Tom's right. You, you don't get to... I know, And my parents brought me to the theaters when they were young to see Scream when it first came out. You know what, Mom and Dad? Bad move. Bad move. I don't care if I didn't make a peep. When people see you walk into that movie theater with a baby, they're all thinking the same thing. Oh, Lord, here we go. Uh, and and that's and it's the same feeling you see when, you, when, when someone boards a plane and they have a baby in their hands and they sit right behind you. You're like, oh, great. The next two hours of my life are going to be filled with bullshit. And while I don't think Sonic was filled with bullshit, I do think that the, there's a lot of kids in this movie talking and not speaking or not staying silent during the movie and their parents just didn't give a shit to tell them. They just let them jab, 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 jabber. Uh, now that's what I get for going to see a kid's movie by myself on like a Thursday evening. So that's my fault. And here in Georgia, it was spring break. So of course, all these kids were out of school. So it was the perfect recipe for disaster. I should have gone at like a, like a really, either a really late showing or a really early showing before families get up and get their kids out of bed and, you know, dressed and breakfast. And I should have gone to an early showing. 
but you know what? I mean, b- besides the weird interactions with the movie theater, the pacing issues, and the human characters, Sonic the Hedgehog 2 was a blast, and I can't wait to see Sonic the Hedgehog 3. There's an after credit scene. Do stay for the after credits. I didn't because I didn't think there was going to be anything, and then I saw it on TikTok last night, and it is exhilarating. I cannot wait to see it. I know I keep saying I can't wait to see where this franchise is going, so I'm not going to put that into the ground anymore. Go see Sonic the Hedgehog 2. It also had a the biggest opening weekend of any video game movie ever, $71 million. It made more money in a post-pandemic era than the first movie did opening weekend in a non-pandemic era. So if that tells you anything, people love this character. People love this franchise. I think you're going to want to see Sonic and where he goes next. (sighs) That's it. That's the Binge Boys episode 284. So, I know I kind of rambled and I talked fast, but this this was reliving the good old days. Solo Dolo in it. Logan comes to you. Episode title is going to be Logan Talks Sonic and Skiing. Solo Dolo. So, if you like what you heard, send this to a friend. Maybe don't send this one to a friend because this isn't like peak binge boys. Send one of your favorite episodes to a friend. Uh, Leave us a follow on Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok. Leave that rating and review, and we'll come at you guys next week, uh, I think with some Moon Knight Episode 3, we'll talk about Fantastic Beasts 3, and uh, we'll probably sprinkle in either a documentary or, or a film of some kind, so we'll see you guys next time, love you guys, bye-bye.